Yo, what's up, everyone? G Money Stacks here. You may remember me from shows like Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. I'm here to talk to you at home about Spotify for podcasters. Why are you wasting and struggling with your money on a hosting site to promote your show with limited storages? Forget about it. Let's break this down. If you are a current Anchor user, don't worry about the changes. Everything will be the same with added new features. Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, is a free hosting site and phone app that gives you old and new creation tools, also provides free hosting with access to record, upload videos from podcast episodes, edit, add music to your show, monetize, Q&A questions, polls, distribute your podcast on streaming platforms, tracking analytics, plus the show's growth audience from international places, Canada, USA, international, including Long Island and the five boroughs of New York and much more. You can get money from sponsorship with no minimum listenership. Spotify for Podcasters also offers hosting and a way to upload podcast videos to attract listeners also keep track of the number number of streams these are the important keys to making a podcast if you like to create a podcast and be a guest co-host like myself you can download the free spotify for podcasters app on your iphones android phones ipads android tablets apple mac and dell laptops with windows or check out the website for more information to get a head start on your podcast journey at www.podcasters.spotify.com. If I can reach success, so can you. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. I'm G Money Stacks, aka The Greginator. Thank you for listening to me and the podcast. Let's go.
Yo, what's up, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, the man who holds the back doors of the Q5 and N24 buses, unstoppable independent podcaster, Queens, New York native of Lawton, Queens, New York. And you are rocking and listening streaming and watching the 311 episode with me of off the meat rat chains new york avenue podcast a space a comedy space for wild crazy fun topics and entertaining news music news including hip-hop we have transit we have um segments along with everything in between we're live and direct from StreamYard alongside with YouTube. And of course, be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, turn your notifications. And if you are in the Instagram live feed and you'd like to chime in on the topics, you can, you're more than welcome to do that and everything else in between. So um, if you go to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks Triple Five, um, grab the subscribe button alongside with alerts so you can be notified on when each episode recording is going to start as far as the month the day the time and the year of course stay tuned for more of your content upcoming episodes including the the new ones and the previous episodes in case you miss any of them don't worry everything's all there all right so leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and and of course be sure to download the episodes even if it's your favorite episodes with the topics and of course be sure to be sure to add the podcast to your playlist including spotify and other stream platforms wherever you get your podcast that way you'll be notified on when each new episode is going to be dropping of course be sure to listen stream and watch these episodes and i'll handle the rest at the end of the show all right hold on Okay, what do you say we cut to the chase with the New York Mass, the New York Mass Transit Files? All right, let's do this.
Okay. All right. So um, here's what's happening here, according to the New York Post. Work has begun on the massive new Hudson River Gateway Rail project between New York and New Jersey. As the Fed said Friday, they will be coughing up another $3.8 billion to complete the improvements. Okay. So, um, so here we are. I'm sorry um, if you're hearing um, voices outside, but anyway, um, let's let me continue. Uh, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah, so, um, the the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Sorry about that. Um, all right, so the new funding breathes life into the long-stalled transit plan, which cost $16.1 billion in total and will double the number of train tracks running between New York and New Jersey, officials said at the press conference, announcing the cash infusion on Friday. Um, it's all systems go. No turning back, said U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, calling the Gateway Project the most consequential infrastructure project in all of America. With all these new dollars, Gateway is secure, Schumer said. No, Schumer added, excuse me. The new link is expected to be completed by 2035, which is a long ass time, with the rehab of exit of existing tunnel to be completed over the following three years, officials say. Uh, when the two-step project is over, the three major ra railroads will have four tracks they can use to run trains between New York and New Jersey. Um, don't know why this is popping up um don't know why this is popping up though but um
Don't know why this is popping up. Give me one second, folks. Okay, when the two-step project is over, the three major railroads will have four tracks they can use to run trains between New York and New Jersey, meaning that if there's a breakdown or a problem on one track, it won't cripple service across the entire Northeast. Schumer, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, and other dignitaries gathered near the West Side Rail Yards to hold a Friday morning press conference where they celebrated scoring another $3.8 billion in federal funding for the effort. All told, the federal government and Amtrak have promised or provided roughly $12 billion in funding, which accounts for three quarters of the price tag. All right. Um, okay. Additionally, officials said they are beginning construction on the underground link linkage between Penn Station and the to-be-built tunnel. The project, which is governed by the Gateway Development Commission, puts the price tag at $16.1 billion. However, federal regulators have warned that the figure could grow to $17.2 billion depending on interest rates. Um, all right.
Officials argue that reliability issues with the current tunnel alone make the gateway project essential, even in a post-slandemic world, where working from home means that commuter railroads and the subways have only brought back 70 to 80% of their weekday ridership. Those pre-slandemic trains were packed to the point of overcrowding as commuters were forced to stand in the, in the aisles while the railroads tried to shove so many trains into the existing two-track tunnel that any delay quickly wrecked schedules for the entire commute. The new tracks officials say will fix the reliability issues as well as one of the biggest bottlenecks that forced riders for years to change trains in New York or switch to ferries or the path at Hoboken to come into Manhattan. However, one major jam remains Penn Station itself. The West Side Rail Hub can only fit up to 24 trains per hour running under the Hudson River as it is currently configured and operated. The new tunnel and tracks could fit 48 or more. The, the MTA, Amtrak, and New Jersey Transit have tentatively pitched a controversial plan that would spend potentially $17 billion to build a massive 12-track expansion to the immediate south of the current station to fit the larger schedules. However, advocates have demanded the railroads come up with a plan that squeezes more capacity out of the existing station complex. Um, let me see. Um, oh, wait a minute here. Okay, so the MTA internally developed a program that could increase the existing station's capacity by as much as 45% by improving the signal systems. And most crucially, having the railroads run more efficiently and cooperate more closely on schedules and service. It would cost just a fraction of the Penn Station tag at approximately $3 billion. However, it was shelved in favor of the larger terminal proposal that would allow each agency to essentially keep its own um, five domes at Penn. Next, we have um, an incident, an incident that took place in Brooklyn um, by the Ralph Avenue um, train station. Um, and this is according to the Gothamist. Police say they are still searching Wednesday evening for a man who, damn it, 
Can we get rid of this, please? Yes, so, um, so police say they are still searching Wednesday evening for a man who fired, damn it, oh my gosh, man, what is with these ads? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so police say they are still searching Wednesday evening for a man who fired a gun on a C train at rush hour Tuesday, hitting a teenager and a 52-year-old bystander. The shooting happened during rush hour. No, the, yes, the shooting happened during evening rush hour Tuesday on a northbound train as it pulled into the Ralph Bay Avenue station in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, an NYPD spokesperson told Gothamist. The shooting happened during... Yeah, I reread that. The suspect and a 17-year-old on the train got into a verbal agreement... No, excuse me, argument, which escalated, police said. Police added they don't know whether the shooter and the teen knew each other. The perpetrator then fired a weapon, hitting both the teen and the bystander, the spokesperson said. The 17-year-old was hit in the head and taken to Bellevue Hospital in Manhattan. The 52-year-old suffered a gunshot wound to the leg and was taken to Kings County Hospital in Brooklyn. Both were in a stable condition, police said. The gunman who police estimated to be between 16 and 20 years old ran away in an unknown direction, police said. Okay, like this is the most, hold on a second here.
This is the most dumbest shit that I ever heard. And it's Yeah, this is the most dumbest shit that I ever heard. Um and it's happening repeated re- repetitive which yeah, it's happening repetitively. It's like what the hell, man? Like seriously. You know, subway stations used to be safe, but it's not safe no more. So it's like, what the hell, man? Like, this is so fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy to me, man. All right. So, um, Bedford Stuyvesant resident, um, Hernan, um, Mercia said he arrived in the Ralph Avenue station shortly after the shooting to police and detectives blocking off turnstiles and directing people out emergency exit. Two ambulances were outside the station. It makes me think it could have been me, he said. At the Ralph Avenue station Tuesday, two officers were in the station policing the platform and the turnstiles. While Gothamist was in the station, the officers ticketed one man for fair jumping and arresting another for failing to produce ID after jumping the turnstile. Uh, about a dozen commuters who spoke to Gothamist said they were not aware there was a shooting. When he learned of the incident, Brooklyn resident Gabriel um, um, Kuwaisen said random acts of violence are some of the most frightening things for him as a commuter. However, the incident wouldn't stop him from taking the train. Resident Shakem Coleman said it made him worry for his mother who regularly commutes on the train and he's and in quote i'm from new york all my life so i'm more so used to the craziness but hearing that there was a shooting it's a little shocking i can't say that's shocking though but it i can't say that's shocking in brooklyn and queens all the time and of course brooklyn manhattan and stuff i can't really say that though man it's been happening for years folks um so you know what i mean um sammy frank works on fulton street near the station and normally commutes at rush hour he said he would like to see more police on the trains it is scary he said i've never heard of something like this happening around here beffitt's Bedford Stuyvesant resident RuPaul, not to be confused with RuPaul's Drag Race and um and that CBS TV show he has. Um, yeah, Ru RuPaul, um, Takar said she normally feels safe at the station but the incident made her not want to take the train anymore i don't blame her you know what i'm saying i really don't blame her you know what i'm saying yeah um yeah i don't blame her man um let's see what we got going on here yes so um all right we need to talk about um we need to talk about brooke shields yeah we need to talk about brooke shields though um 
apparently Brooke Shields had a seizure while in apparently she had a seizure while she was in New York. I was like, oh shit. So why did this happen? I am going to discuss that in a segment that that most of you are familiar with, which is chatting or the jazz. With all the with all the uh familiar familiar topics trending in local. Here it is. So hang on a sec. Yes, here we go. Come on, come on. Okay. Um I can relate to this story right here because it's happened it's I've been dealing with it all my life. The only thing I never had was hold on a second. Let me fill you in on this actually before I explain myself. According to people, Brooke Shields had a health scare the week of her cabaret debut and help came from a surprise, a surprising source. The model and actress age 58 revealed in her new glamour 2023 woman of the year cover story that she suffered a grand mouse seizure before a performance of one of her one woman show previously owned by Brooke Shields at the New York City's Cafe uh, Carlisle a famed performing arts venue and restaurant. Um, I was I was preparing for the show and I was drinking so much water and I didn't know I was low on low in sodium. Shields recalled to Glamour, I was waiting for an Uber. I get down to the bottom of the steps and I start evidently looking weird and the people I was with were like, are you okay? She explained that she that she left home but kept getting asked by her companions if she was all right and needed some coffee. She said she walked to a corner outside and felt discombobulated before heading into near, nearby NYC restaurant El Arts um El Artusi. Yikes. Yikes, man. Yikes is pretty scary, man. That's scary though, man. Um That's very scary.
Yeah. Um, okay, before I continue with this, though, let me see who got into the Instagram live feed. Let me take a look. Azalea Corbet, thank you for watching. Um, okay. Um, let me continue this. So I didn't have, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's not where I was. Um, I go to the Somalia who had just taking an hour to watch my run through everything starts to go black then my hands drop to my side and i go to and i go head first into the wall the actress explained she said that she she said that was when the, the grand mouse seizure started describing it to the publication as um fronting at the mouth totally blue trying to swallow my tongue the next thing i remember i'm being loaded into an ambulance i have oxygen on and bradley fucking cooper is sitting next to me holding my hand shields shared i didn't have a sense of humor she added i couldn't really get any words out but i thought to myself this is what death must be like you wake up and Bradley Cooper's going, I'm going to go to the hospital with you, Brooke. And he's holding my hand. And I'm looking at my hand. I'm looking at Bradley Cooper's hand in my hand. And I'm like, this is odd and surreal. Shields told Glamour that the Somalier at El Artusi tried to get into contact with her house with her husband, Chris Henchy, but ended up on the phone with an assistant who reached out to another assistant who contacted a nearby Cooper. Cooper and Shields both appeared in 2008 horror film, The Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> oh, man. And have been photographed spending time together in the years since. Once she got to the hospital, Shields said that the doctor Doctors thought my brain was seizing and had e EEGs. Um, 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 let me see. Cathedrals and IVs at the ready. I was stuck and then they put me into ICU and that's where I got bronchitis, she recalled. Um... Ultimately, Shields said doctors determined that losonium caused the seizure after she consumed too much water, she explained. I drowned myself, and if you don't have enough sodium in your blood or urine or your body, you can have a seizure. Okay, before I continue this, let, let, let's break down what sodium is, because let's break down let's break down what sodium is what is sodium and the benefits of your health okay here we go so 
for those of you who may not know, you may have seen the word sodium so many times on snacks, crackers, um, cereals, you just name it. Um, sodium is an essential nutrient necessary for maintenance of plasma volume, acid-base balance, transmission of nerve impulses, and normal cell function. Sodium deficiency is extremely unlikely in healthy individuals. Excess sodium is linked to adverse health outcomes, including increased blood pressure. Whew. Okay, so what's the benefit of sodium in your body? Let's see. So, so sodium is an essential nutrient and is needed by the body in relatively small amounts, um, provided that substantial sweating does not occur, but to maintain a balance of body fluids and keep muscles and nerves running smoothly. All right, so the function, let's see. So, so the main, what is the main function of sodium in the human body? Function, the body uses sodium to control blood pressure and blood volume. Your body also needs sodium for your muscles and nerves to work properly. Um, so let's see. Hold on a sec. Okay, so how much sodium is healthy in a day? The daily limit set by nutrition experts in the U.S. is 2,300 milligrams a day for people ages 14 and older. The World Health Organization suggests a limit of 2,000 milligrams of sodium a day. Most of the sodium you eat is hidden in, hidden in prepared foods. Okay, so... Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, um, let me see, let me see. Um, yeah, yeah, um, wait, let me see. Um, so does drinking water lower sodium when drinking water? When drinking plenty of water, your body can flush the, ex the excess sodium in your body. It is important to drink plenty of water if you have too much sodium in your blood because your kidneys will flush out the excess sodium and help to lower your um, blood pressure over the long term. But what about, wait, what are, what are three uses of sodium? Let's see. Uh, shoot. Sodium is used in the production of titanium, sodamide, sodium um, cyanide, sodium peroxide, and sodium um, hydride. Liquid sodium has been used as a coolant for nuclear reactors. Sodium vapor is used in street lights and produces a brilliant yellow light. Sodium also forms many useful compounds. Wait a second here. 
Wait a second, Hugh. Um, but here's my question, though. Like, how much salt do you need so you don't have a seizure? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's look up how much salt you need. Let's let's take a look here. How much salt do you need as sodium um, to prevent seizures? Let's see. Okay. Well, yeah, but then, yeah, you need 2,000 milligrams of sodium per day. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. So, the salt help. Yeah, I'm not going to really get into all this. So, need to take, take extra sodium, calcium, or magnesium for seizure control. Okay. All right. Um, minimum amount of salt you need daily. Okay. So let's see. The body needs a needs only a small amount of sodium, less than five hundred milligrams per day, to function properly. That's a mere smidgen. The amount in less than one fourth teaspoon. Very few people come close to eating less than that amount. So let's see. Yeah, U.S. consensus for moderate sodium intake is 2,400 milligrams per day. Diets that are restricted to 2,000 milligrams a day make it even more important to include as many low-salted foods as possible. Okay. Now do you know what sodium is, and, and of course you need, and of course you need, um, of course you need salt in your life too, but not too much salt, but you know have a balance. So there you have it right there. Um, let's see, let's see where were we? Let's continue where we left off here. All right, so shields. Um, also told Glamour that she focuses more on keeping her major organ health organs healthy rather than trying to fit a certain ideal. Um, I love food and I love alcohol and I love and I love life and I want to be healthy for my heart. She said, I don't like going to the gym. I like Pilates. That's where I am. And I am tired of not feeling skinny enough. It's boring and it's a waste of my time. Before I continue, um, before I continue, man, I can relate because um, it's been going on with me um, for years, actually. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy to me that it happened to me when I was 14. I was between like, what, 13, 14. And it was a, it was a nightmare for me. This is not something. This is not some. This is not something you was born with. You, th I don't think people were born with seizures. Okay, 
people were not born with seizures. And the thing is, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 sometimes there's certain things you can have. You can have certain things that have salt. Um, from what I heard, it was lack of salt. And I need salt because it's very important. So is water, so is so is um certain amounts of um particular foods that I eat, whether it's fried chicken, whether it's rotisserie chicken, um rice, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I do feel for her because it happened to me. And you know, for years and years and years, I struggled to 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 not have any more black to not have any more um blackout seizures i don't want to faint anymore so i always try to make sure that i don't faint anymore not just with water but also make sure that i have you know a little snack on the side especially if i'm going home from from a long day at work so so yeah um I really hope that Brooke Shields feels better, and I hope I can stop fainting from blackout seizures. It's not easy. I know it's easy said and easy said to say to a person, "Stop having, stop, stop having more um, blackout seizures," but it's not easy. You don't know. You don't know what's going on inside your cerebral system of your brain, because the thing is, your brain provides electricity. You know what I'm saying? That's how it gets everything in your, your cerebral system to work. And, you know, the same goes with, you know, our bodies, our muscles, and everything else. You don't necessarily have to cut everything out. You can have a balance. It may not work for diets may not work for everybody, but you can, you can try balancing things out. And I think the lesson in my case from the from fainting with the blackout seizures is not just the amounts of water, but to make sure that you have a little snack on the side that you enjoy, whether it's salt, saltine crackers with salt, whether it's like, you know, sugary stuff that provides you energy, something that you enjoy, not based on other people. You know what I'm saying? So you should do, you should do what clicks and what makes sense to you. All right. And and that's just my take on it. So there you go. Um <clears throat> Okay, so let's go into something lighter. Let's go into something lighter, shall we? Now, hold on a minute here, and I have to really talk about this one too, man. This is very interesting about Andre 3000. So, okay. So, according to Entertainment Weekly, Lil Wayne is a little hurt by Andre 3000's recent comments about rapping 
in your 40s. In a conversation with Tiger on his Young Money radio show, uh, Wayne, age 41, responded to a quote by Andre, Andre, age 48. I read a depressing quote or two from someone that I respect a lot in hip hop and music, period, Wayne said. They were asked, why you ain't been doing music? And they were, hold on, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, why you ain't been doing music? And they were, and they was like, "Man, what am I gonna talk about? I'm in my forties. Like, what am I going to talk about? What you want to know about me being forty and the life I'm living at this age? What am I supposed to talk about?" Later in the interview, Little Wayne said, "I feel like I have everything to talk about in his music." Hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Where where did I leave off? Oh, okay. So let, let me see where I left off here. Yes, later in the interview, Lil Wayne said, I feel like I have everything to talk about in his music. Um, Wayne was referring to Andre 3000's um, recent proclam proclamation that he doesn't have much to say lyrically even now people think oh man he's just sitting on raps or he's just holding he's just holding these raps hostage i ain't got no raps like that he said in an interview with gq it actually feels sometimes it it feels inauthentic for me to rap because i don't have anything to talk about in that way i'm 48 years old and not to say that age is a thing that dictates that dictates what you rap about but in a way it does and things that happen in my life like what are you what are you talking about i got to go get a colonoscopy what are you rapping about my eyesight's 
is going bad. That's not to say that Andre hasn't tried to record more rap music, though. I've worked with some some of the newest, freshest, youngest, and old school producers, he said. I get beats all the time. I try to write all the time. The Outcast alum released his first ever solo in an instrumental that consists entirely of flute music on November 17th, which is out right now. Prior to the new album, Andre's last long form musical project was Outcast's final um, album, Idlewild, in 2006. Lil Wayne has released over a dozen albums in the same period of time. Um, and if you'd like to check out the interview, um, you can go to, hold on a second. You can check out the interview on YouTube with, where it says um, Lil Wayne and Tiger. Um, hold on a second. You can check it. I forget where this interview took place. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. You know, listen. Listen, man. Before I go on to the next topic, um, this... Okay, this is interesting. To say that you're too old to be rapping, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Andre 3000 is not just a rapper. He's also a poet. And that's what a lot of people respect him for. And that's what a lot of people, um, you know, look up to him. And, of course, Outkast as well. Now, look at, like, you got people, you got people like Lil Wayne, Nas, and other people who are still doing music after, after their 40s and 50s. And you'd be surprised. I think you I think you have to not let age get the best of you in your career. You you can't let you cannot let that ha you cannot let that happen. You shouldn't be discouraged because you're 48 years old. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure oh a lot of a lot of folks out there who love listening to music that's that has lyrics but this one's a little different you know with a flute and eh, with a flute throughout the whole album hmm eh, i don't know because i don't know because you know some people are used to listening to music with lyrics lyrics bars whatever but Maybe it's not, maybe it's not um everybody's cup of tea. But I want to make this a question, actually, um, for you folks out there. Let me know in the comment section and on YouTube and of course Instagram Live. Do you think that Andre three thousand? is too old to be rapping even though he mentioned that he is 48 years old you may not have any topics to talk about but 
you're not going to be able to um but you may not be able to please everybody you may not be able to cuz you may not be able to please everybody so do you be you be the best authentic self you can be Andre 3000 because a lot of people look up to you for inspiration i mean don't give up on yourself because of your age you know what i'm saying Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> don't let age um, discourage you from doing what you love, and that's my that's my take on it, though, man. Don't let it dis don't let age discourage you from doing what you love. All right. So the question was, do you think that Andre D thousand is too old in his forties to? be rapping i mean look at people like nas he's still doing music but he's also a business mogul you know what i'm saying he doesn't let age stop him so yeah they so there you go right there man now let me talk about gold locker for a second let me talk let me talk about gold locker for a second for those of you who may not know what that is um, I'll break it down here, and this is according to the uh, Gold Locker website. Okay, so personalize the lock screen of your Android. So Gold Locker is one of the most powerful tools for customizing your Android device. It allows you to completely alter the look of your device by by changing its background and theme. And theme. It also offers an effective lock screen lock screen that works on most devices and um, versions of the Android OS. Um, so to use GoLocker, you will first need to have the Go Launcher X installed, although you won't actually need to be using the launches other features uh, so yes yeah, so there's lockers the steam there's themes screen lock photo so go opening go locker you are presented with a default theme but this is heavily customizable you can set your themes look and backgrounds as well as deciding what information alerts and links can be accessed from your your lock screen it also features a music player that links to Spotify, Google Music, and other music apps without the need to unlock your phone. To help you with the personalization of your phone, GoLocker enables you to download dozens of different free and paid themes to match your mood. Each has its own custom background, method of unlocking, and advanced options letting you make your phone look however you want 
outside of esteems and appearance, goal lockers, um, general options are quite limited. You can set the default background for any screen, choose between numeric or pattern unlock, and set the code, and also select the sound various actions make. The usefulness of all this will be dependent um, dependent on your current device. If you if your default Android OS options are not meeting your needs, then go then the Go Locker is the perfect app for you. However, many of its features now come as standard on on newer devices. Now, here's the pros and cons behind Go Locker. Uh, so the pros goes um, lots of personalization options, plenty of available themes, allows access to programs and alerts, lightweight demanding few additional resources from your device. And the cons needs Go Launcher X to run limited usefulness for newer Android OSs. <sighs> wow. Wow. So yes, yeah, so there you go right there. Um there you go right there. Um before I continue with the with the music news, I actually I actually want to damn man. I should have did this during the Andre 3000 thing. I should have did this in an Andre 3000 thing. Um the thing with the flutes. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man, but <laughs> I don't know, but this is just, uh, hold on a minute here. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Oh boy. All right. Let me continue here. And according to Hot New Hip Hop, Neo released a song, a remix to "Link Up," which features Fabulous, Camden, Arkansas R&B dance god and singer Neo has been in 
has been in the industry for almost 20 years now. That is crazy to believe as we are just about two years or so away from that milestone. To some, he might be way past his prom while that is up for debate. Neil is still looking to give his fans some new material when he can. Um, unfortunately, we were not able to cover a recent song he put out at the end of September. He has a new single out as of the 29th of that month called Link Up. While it does not really showcase his vocal chops all that well due to the auto-tune and layering of his voice, it still has a catchy chorus. It, it is a song about how he is trying to get this girl to change her mind about him by doing whatever she wants. Um, after just a month, he now has a remix out of out for it. He nabs a feature from one of the other veterans of his generation, Fabulous. The Brooklyn rapper's verse comes toward the back end, the back end of the track. See what these two have to offer by checking out the links above um what are your initial thoughts on the, this new this brand new version of neo's link up featuring fabulous are these two the best rb singer and rapper duel in the game do you prefer the remix or the original edition we would like to hear what you have to say about all this um, with that in mind, be sure to leave all your thoughts and options, no, excuse me, opinions in the comment section below. Additionally, always keep it locked in with um, Hot New Hip Hop for all the latest breaking news around Neo and Fabulous, as well as all of the hottest song drops. Um, I'm not going to read the lyrics though, man, but y'all can actually. Y'all can actually check it out for yourselves on Apple Music and on Spotify and wherever you get your music, all right? Okay, so um, KRS-One talks about how he was homeless. And, um, and this is from the Source website. Any avid hip-hop fan can tell you there's not many people who can touch this bronx bomber on on stage or on the mic the legendary mc Karis once recently spoke with spoke with uh check the archives about his iconic rap career back when hip-hop was still new Karis one was one of the architects in hip-hop that went through many trials and tribulations for the artists that thrive in now in an interview he talks about being homeless when his hit song south bronx had been released he recalls sleeping on the train and observing teens blasting the song while he's unknowingly watched Damn, son. Damn. 
that's interesting and that's interesting man and a little terrible at, at the same time actually Hold on, let me see who's here. Shout out to Sam underscore Crystal on the Instagram live feed. Thank you for watching. Um, appreciate that. And um, yeah, um, from six from the age of sixteen to twenty one years old, one of the great greatest rappers of all of our time slept around New York City, um, whilst chasing his dreams that came to um wow um any any avid hip-hop fan can tell you there's not many people who can touch this bronx bomber on stage or on the mic the legendary mc krs1 recently spoke with yeah i reset that one already yeah i reset that one already yes from yes from eight the age of 16 to 21 years old one of the greatest rappers of our time slipping around nyc while chasing his dream his dreams that came to fruition fruition um and of course hip-hop stories you can check that out on youtube as he explains and all that other stuff um so yeah i'm glad he's I'm glad he's out of that homeless stage and stuff. I'm glad that he's out of there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, he got out of that dark phase. So pretty much he got he got out of the dark phase. Same way Steve Harvey did when he was homeless. They both got out of that dark phase right there, man. That yeah, it's crazy, man. But you know. You know, congratulations to Karis One, of course, and of course Steve Harvey, of course, Family Feud, and all this stuff, um, for making it out of the homelessness thing. Cause um, it's not easy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy being out on the street struggling. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they use their story of they use their stories of um how to turn. A painful struggle into into something good. So, congrats to both of them.
All right. Um. Okay, so um, let's get into let's get into Lloyd. Hold on, not Lloyd Banks, but um, let's get into the list of songwriters Hall of Fame for a sec. Hang on a sec. Yes, so um songwriters hall song songwriters hall of fame in 2023. Um there's a list. Let me see. So Sade, Snoop Dogg, Gloria Estefan, Glenn Ballard, and Liz Rose are among the songwriters who will be inducted into the songwriters hall of fame at the organization's 52nd um annual induction and awards gala. Hmm, which happened over the summer, this is a little recap of everything that happened. So, um, and um, and it took place at the Marriott Marquis Hotel in New York City. Four of this year's honorees first gained fame in groups, but are being inducted here as individuals. They are Sade, um, Gloria Estefan, Jeff Lynn and Teddy Riley. Three were born outside the US, Sade, um, Nigeria, Estefan, Cuba, and Lynn, England. The honorees range in age from 51-year-old Snoop to 75-year-old Lynn. This will be the fifth consecutive induction ceremony at which a songwriter associated with rap or hip-hop has been honored snoop follows jay-z jermaine dupree missy elliott and chad hugo and pharrell of the neptunes um this is the latest in the series of major honors for estefan who received the kennedy center kennedy center honors in 2017 and with her husband emilia estefan the the gershwin prize for popular song in 2019. Lynn was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2017 as a member of, of, of ELO. Rose is nominated for a Grammy for Song of the Year at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards on February 5th. For the expanded version of Taylor Swift's All Too Well, it's her third nomination in that category. The Songwriters Hall of Fame was established in 1969. A songwriter with a notable catalog of songs qualifies for induction 20 years after the first significant commercial release of a song. Uh, the music industry does not exist without songwriters delivering great songs first. Um, the chairman, Nile Rogers, said in a statement, Without them, there is no recorded music, no concert business, no merch, nothing. It all starts with the song and the songwriter. 12 perform performing songwriters or songwriting teams and 12 non-performing songwriters or songwriting teams were on the ballot to join the Songwriters Hall of Fame. 
performing songwriters who were passed over in the voting this year are Brian Adams, Vince Gill, Patti Smith, and Steve Winwood, plus four collectives, Clem Burke, Debbie Harry, Chris Stein, <laughs> um, Tom Johnston, Michael McDonald, Patrick Simmons, the Doobie Brothers, <laughs> um, Ann Wilson, Nancy Wilson, and Bill Perry, Peter Buck, Mike Mills, Michael Stipe, R.E.M. Non-performance songwriters who were passed over in the voting this year are Dean Dillon, Fran Gold, Roger Nichols, Dean Pitchford, and Tom Snow, plus four collaborations, Lynn um, Ahrens, Stephen Flaherty, Bobby Hart, Tommy Boyce, Sandy's Linzer, Denny Randell, and Dan Pan Spooner Oldman. Recipients of special awards, including the Johnny Mercer Awards, uh, the, the Songwriters Hall of Fame's top honor will be announced later. Of course, obviously, um, yeah, so yeah, Snoop Dogg is included. Yeah, uh, this is crazy, man. So Snoop Dogg got 16 nominations. Damn. Oh, man. 16 nominations. Wow. Uh, so sample credits. Gonna drop it like it's hot. Nothing but a G thing. Young, young, wild, and free. Gin and juice. Next episode. 16, including... Four in songwriting categories. He was nominated for Best Rap Song for co-writing Beautiful, a collab with Pharrell and Uncle Charlie Wilson. Drop It Like It's Hot, a collab with Pharrell. His his solo hit Sexual Eruption or Sexual Seduction. Um, and Young, Wild and Free, a collab with Wiz Khalifa and Bruno Mars. Despite 16 nominations, Snoop has yet to win a Grammy. He did win a primetime Emmy last year for, for the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime, um, halftime, uh, yeah, Super Bowl 57 halftime show starring Snoop, starring Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent. So, yeah, so Shard Day, um, sample credits, Smooth Operator, No Ordinary, no ordinary Love, The Sweetest Taboo, By Your Side. Is it a crime? Oh boy. Um, so eight nominations for Sade. Um, 12 nominations for Glenn Ballard. Um, Man in the Mirror, You Ought to Know, Hold On, The Voice Within, The Space, um, yeah, The Space Between. Um, yeah, the, yeah, The Space Between. Um, let's see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Gloria, Steph Gloria Stefan, 12 nominations. Anything for you. Don't want to lose you. Words get in the way. Rhythm is going to get you. Let's get loud. Um, Jeff Lynn, um, five, not five Grammy nominations. Um, Sample credits, Mr. Blue Sky, Don't Bring Me Down, Evil Woman, Living Thing, and Telephone Line. 
Teddy Riley, six nominations. Sample credits make it last forever. I want her. Just got paid. I like prerogative. My prerogative. Liz Rose, six nominations. Um, you belong with me. Crazy girl, girl crush, all too well, and white horse. All right. So um, let's see. Let's see what else we what else we got to talk about here. Lloyd Banks sells his mixtape for a hundred dollars. Um, let's break this down according to Double XL Mag. Lloyd Banks is making plenty of noise with his just released Halloween Havoc for the 72nd hour mixtape and he's not done yet the the former g unit soldier recently revealed that he plans to charge um he plans to charge hang on a second wait 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 just a minute here yeah he plans to charge 100 dollars for his next mistake mixtape project Cold Corner 3. $100? Shit. <laughs> $100 for a fucking mixtape. Man. I get the hustle. I get the hustle behind it. But at the same token, at the same token, I don't think too, I don't think too many people would actually spend a hundred dollars on a mixtape man that right there is just i don't know man i don't know it, it, i don't know that's just that's crazy man Bings just dropped his second mixtape. Yeah, second mixtape of the year, Halloween Havoc for the seventy second hour, and he's already got plans for his for his next project. The Queens, New York rhymer, jumped on X, formerly known as Twitter, last Wednesday, November first, to announce that Cold 
Corner 3 will be a paid release costing fans $100. Shit. 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 I wish. <laughs> um, Shit. I wish. In response to a person who seems shot by the rap vet's output of dropping two stellar mixtapes in one year, the course of the inedible three pieces of my pain and now Halloween Havoc 4. The for, the former G-Unit member told his fans his, yeah. <clears throat> the former G-Unit um, member told the, the fan his future plans for Cold Corner 3. CC CC3 won't be on streaming plat won't be on streaming sites, he tweeted. Only available through me for one hundred dollars. Then we'll see if they back the talking up. Another fan chimed in and expressed his concern that one hundred dollars for a mixtape is too pricey, but Banks was undeterred. The person wrote, Damn dog, this economy sucks at that one hundred is crazy high. I've been waiting for that shit for a decade. I'll probably buy it, but damn. How about $50? Tears of joy. <laughs> Banks replied, $10 per year? That's not bad. <laughs> Nevertheless, Banks seems to be in high demand from his diehard fans. Um, Is Lloyd Banks following Nipsey Hussle's um, blueprint? It seems that Lloyd Banks is... in emulating Nipsey Hussle's cash-on-delivery on blueprint. In 2013, the late Rama sold 1,000 copies of his mixtape, um, Crenshaw, for eight, for $100 each. Even Jay-Z was among the buyers and was so impressed by Nipsey's hustle that he copped 100 units himself. Two years later, Nip charged his fans $1,000 a piece for his 2015 limited edition project, Mailbox Money. Nip reportedly sold 60 copies of the tape within a month. $1,000 for a fucking, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. $1,000 for a music project? The fuck? My question for that is why? <laughs> yeah, that, that part right there, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> of course, that's going to get a lot of people angry, though, man. Of course, people are gonna get upset at this, though, man. You know, it's like I said, man. It's not to knock his hustle or anything like that, though, man. But a hundred dollars is a lot of it's a lot of fucking money just for a fucking mixtape, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Oh man, that's crazy right there, man. And I don't know, like, <laughs> I 
Yo, y'all let me know in the comments and on YouTube, man. Do you think it's a lot of do you think a hundred dollars for a mixtape by Lloyd Banks is is a lot of money? Like, think about it though, folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Oh my lord. Jeez. Jeez, man. <laughs> of course, it's going to get a lot of people angry. Yeah, um, thousand dollars. <laughs> dollars for a fucking music music project come on <laughs> oh shit oh shit a thousand dollars if i had a thousand dollars i wouldn't waste i wouldn't even waste it on a music project though man i put that shit in my savings oh no no Oh man, that's that's crazy right there, man. Oh lord, that's crazy, man. All right, check out Lloyd Banks tweets and listen to his mixtape Halloween Havoc for the 72nd hour below. That's crazy, man. Yeah, you can even listen to it on Spotify and all that other stuff right there, man. So <laughs> there you have it right there, man. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my gosh, man. Let me just let me just let me just um let me just go to this next one, man, before I be stuck on this shit for a while. Anyway, um hip hop public health. Okay. And according to the source website, kicking off hip hop history month, uh, which was um in November, the award-winning nonprofit hip hop public health held its annual Remixing Public Health Gala November 1st at Capitol in downtown Manhattan. Before a diverse crowd of supporters, including Ja Rule, Styles P, and BET CEO Scott Mills, the evening featured a mesmerizing hip-hop medley performance with, with Darryl DMC McDaniels, not to be confused with Ralph McDaniels for Video Music Box, Chuck D, um, Ashanti, and co-founder Dougie Fresh, who also hosted the gathering with journalist and media personality Janelle Snowden, <laughs> in addition to raising critical funding for its important donor-driven cause. The event honored several corporate and creative um, champions of health and wellness, notably Radio Hall of Fame inductee and syndicated host Angela Yee for her efforts to... Uh, provide healthier dining options in urban food deserts. Yes, um, 
Notably, Radio Hall of Fame inductee and syndicated host Angela Yee for her efforts to provide healthier dining options in urban food deserts through her ownership and operations of Brooklyn eateries like Juices for Life BK. Yeah, she has a lot. She has a lot of she has a lot of businesses actually. <laughs> Damn. Um Dougie Fresh and Dr. Olajid Williams, professor of neurology um, and vice dean of community health at the Columbia University um, Vagelos College of Physicians and Surgeons, co-founded Hip Hop Public Health to teach health literacy in order to improve health equity and remedy disparities in historically underserved communities. Together, they work tireless, tirelessly to amplify the medical fact that music can help heal the mind and body. Since its formation in 2006, WHPH um, has provided research-based hip-hop infused learning resources nationally to grades K through 12, K through 12, and work with Fortune 500 companies, NGOs, and other nonprofits to create culturally inclusive health campaigns. The organization has taken important health information and put it into songs recorded by popular multi-generational um, artists, making it easy easily, excuse me, digestible and universally accessible. Essentially, WHPH uses music for health education and its resources have proven to save lives. Among its many notable achievements, WHPH received the Keynes Lions UN Health Grand Prix for Good Award in 2022 for its little sugar campaign um of course actually uh uh voiced by double hp h artist advisory board member daryl dmc mcdaniels which warned of the potentially harmful effects of sugar um additionally former first lady michelle obama handpicked double hp h to produce the soundtrack for her Let's Move campaign aimed at reducing childhood obesity. Looking looking ahead to 2024 and beyond, WHPH CEO Lori Rose Benson took the stage to announce WHPH's new Health MC's Ambassador Program, which seeks to provide 100,000 educators over the five years with the tools to bring fun and effective health education to young people in a range of learning environments in school, out of school, community settings, summer camps, and more. Double HPH supports health MC's with free, easy to use, adaptable resources that engage and inspire young people to be change makers in their communities. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. 
yeah um all right i'm i think i'm about to wrap up here man let me see i think i'll wrap up right here All right. Um, all right. Um, I think I'm going to do one more thing and then I am going to be, um, prepping for the next episode in a couple of minutes. So let me just go to the very main thing, which is stream choices on the go, man. All right. So we're going to get into it right here, which is our last segment of the day. And um, yeah, last segment of the day, man. Let's do this. Y'all know what to do, folks. Um, be sure to follow this podcast not only on Facebook but also on on Threads and Instagram, alongside with my other podcast shows that I do. Um. Which is which is also which is excellent fun vibrant talks podcast, um, the sports platform that I do, and I will be I will be recording some episodes for my sports podcast on Sunday, and um, and also there is going to also um meticulous vibe juice podcast as well and. And of course, this podcast right here, um, Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast, um, aka Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue Podcast, also on the gram, and also follow me on the gram, your host with the most, G Money Stacks, Triple Five in Queens, New York. Turn on your notifications so you can be notified when I'm going to be on Instagram Live, recording episodes. All right, so. Um, all right, so if you go to the link in bar, you're gonna see a whole list of um, a whole list of audio streaming platforms for you to for you to listen, stream, and also watch um, the episodes in case you miss any of them. Don't worry, and I am going to start with Odyssey, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music. Breaker, Bullhorn FM, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podhound, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, Snipped, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, um, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music radio and podcasts where you can listen stream for free you don't need a credit card or debit card to download iHeartRadio or any of the apps that i just mentioned just be sure to follow and subscribe on the streaming platforms that i just mentioned and you can do the same with youtube make sure you grab the subscribe button for me alongside with alerts so you can be notified on when each particular episode is going to be recording due to the day the the time the the month 
in the year on the air via live stream. So, of course, stay tuned for more of your content, upcoming episodes, and previous episodes. In case you miss any of the episodes, don't worry. Everything is all there. So, don't you worry about a thing. And, um, of course, leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. With the topics being discussed. And, and tell me how you feel about the topics in every episode, in, in the episodes, including this one. And, um, and also download the episodes, your favorite episodes. You can even download the podcast. You can even add the podcast to your favorite streaming platforms that you use, whether it's Spotify, um, Odyssey, Audible, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Moon FM Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, be sure to set your set the podcast to your playlist alongside with your favorite episodes and topics that you love. All right. So be sure to share the episodes, share the videos, tell a friend to another friend, spread the word. Word of mouth is important. And also be sure to share the share the link tree link. That says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555. So that way you'll be able to share it with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends, the people you are cool with from work and every and any, everywhere else you meet new people, all right? All right, so I'm up out of here. Thank you so much. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, this is your man, GMoneyStacks, a.k.a. The Greginator. And I do want to add one more thing, man. Be sure to follow me on Discord in case you want to talk to me about the topics in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever. And you can let me know. You can let me know by messaging me on Discord at GMoneyStacks555. All right? And you can let me know whether Andre 3000 is too old to be rapping at age 48. And, and, and tell me what you think about Lloyd Banks selling a mixtape for a hundred dollars. I'm gonna add that question on Discord so you guys at home can actually answer. So I'm actually going to I'm actually inviting you to my Discord um profile and you're gonna see message on there. You're gonna see message on there and um and I want y'all to express yourself on the topics that's being discussed, including Lloyd Banks selling mixtape for a hundred dollars and Andre three thousand, um, saying that he's too old to be rapping at age forty-eight, and Lil Wayne saying that it's depressing. All right, so there you have it, right there, man. And remember, the grind doesn't stop; hard work pays off. Um, all you have to do is not let anybody stop you. Don't let age stop you from doing what you love creatively. Mentally, physically, and spiritually, follow your heart, follow your goals and dreams. New York wasn't built in a day. If you want something, you have to work hard and earn it. And on top of that, on top of that, be on your P's and Q's on a consistency basis with confidence. 
And if you're creating a, a, a radio show or a podcast or anything else whatsoever, um, be on your P's and Q's. Have confidence in yourself. Of course, use your voice. Use your voice for um for expressing yourself on topics and stuff like that. It doesn't always have to be politics, okay? You don't have to do politics. All right. And um and and also um I would like to add that you can follow your heart, do something that clicks to you and your heart that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision all right all right so i'm up out of here man peace out one love enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your, and the rest of your night be careful out there be safe out there and um and in the next episode i will be providing um some fun activities to do for the weekend that's coming up including SantaCon. so stay tuned for that in episode 312 all right Peace out, one love, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your night. Yo, what's up, everyone at home? You want to hear more from me? I need your help on a couple of things. Go follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast on Facebook, Threads, and Instagram. Tap on the notifications so you can know when I will be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. Plus, you can do the same with YouTube on my channel, G Money Stacks Triple Five. Grab the subscribe button for more live video episodes. Click on the notification bell and alerts as reminders of the date, day, and time when each episode recording will be on the air via live stream. You can also share your thoughts on the topics of each episode in the comments section. If you miss any new or previous episodes, don't worry. You can catch up in my link tree slash gmoneystacks555 with the links to listen, stream, and watch on every streaming platform, including Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Also, you can download and add the podcast to your playlist of your favorite episodes. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Greganator. Thank you so much for, for tuning in, listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watching me on the podcast. One love.
Peace out.